I am thrilled to have you here for another exciting episode where we explore the ins and outs of retirement planning. Today we'll be diving into a topic that everyone looks forward to, but many don't prepare for. We will be discussing retirement and better yet, uncovering the best states for you to retire in. Whether you are a soon-to-be retiree or just starting to plan for your future, this episode is packed with insights and tips to help you make it through the most prosperous way of encountering your golden years. Get ready to embark on an inspiring journey with me as we unveil the top states that can turn retirement dreams into your reality. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. Here at the Financial Mirror, it is not about numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so you can make smart financial decisions. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with all of your friends, family members, co-workers, etc. And don't forget to leave that five-star review and written comment on Apple and Spotify to spread this information to more and more listeners. So today's episode, we are diving into the retirement parts of the financial world. And I want to go through and uncover some of the best states that you can retire in. Uh, making the right choice for retirement and where you're going to live and where you're going to live out those last years. And la man, that makes it sound like you're like dying. Uh, let me not say that. Let me just say where you're going to enjoy that nest egg that you've worked so hard to build up. This is an important episode for you. I want you to know that this is, this is just factual, but retirement money only goes as far as the cost of living that you're using it in period. You have so much in your nest egg and you only can live so long on that nest egg. So I know you don't want to hear it, but there's a potential that when you get ready to retire and you are in a super high cost of living area and maybe you started late or you just didn't put a lot of money into retirement, your nest egg might not be that big. But that doesn't mean you can't retire. You just might have to move, right? So what I want to do today is go over some of those states that you can move to that are kind of advantageous for a retiree. This is also something if you're not retired, but you're planning to retire, maybe in the next 10 years, this is some good information that you can use to start thinking about and, and planning for what that retirement is going to look like. Maybe it's not where you currently live. If you're a long ways from retirement, best advice I have for you is start saving early. Start getting ahead of the curve and putting money into tax-advantaged retirement plans and get started early. Now, 
if you have a ton of money and you want to go and live a very affluent life, these states are still for you. If you have tons of retirement money and you want to drag it out and spread it out and live this super affluent life, go for it. That's what retirement is for. It's for you to enjoy life. We're going to cover today a few different things that that can help you just start to think about this. I am going to be specific on certain states that provide certain benefits, whether that be um, giving you providing you information around taxes or cost of living or even some different health care options that are out there for various states. However, what I want you to do is I have put links in these show notes for all the data that I used for this episode. If there is something that you want to dive further into, I encourage you to go look for yourself. There is nothing that I'm about to present that's proprietary to me. This is all data that's publicly available. I just wanted to consolidate it, put it all together and really give you some some knowledge to start to help you think about retirement, especially if you are in your retirement years and maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck. I don't know what your situation looks like, but what I can tell you is that you can take advantage of it by getting somewhere that you can more easily afford to live. Okay. So we're going to unpack a lot. It's a lot of information. However, if you make it through this episode and you just hear every, hear me out and hear every piece that we go over, it'll give you some of those highlights, some of those key points for you to start to look for so that you can, and you will live a great retired life, financially free of everything that, that, that currently or, or before um, has sort of possibly held you down from living the retired life that you expected. I want you, I want you to, to really have a great retired life and where you live makes all the difference. But I want to start off with this. This is a picture of what you think retirement's like for most people. Most people think like it's nothing but fun. It's margaritas or Mai Tais on the beach. It's sitting there, toes toes in the water, yep, in the sand. Yep, yep, you know the song. Uh, it's, it's That's what people think it's about. It's about living your best life, like work's over. Like it's no longer, I've got five days of work and two weekends. It's like I got seven days of weekends, right? It's literally a time for you just to be free of work, you put in all those hard hours. Now it's time to go enjoy life. The problem is, is that this is what you think it's like, but it normally doesn't turn into that. It's more like this, right? If you're on a podcast, you're, you're probably like, what is he talking about? Well, the first image is just, you know, this elderly couple having just a great time. And the next image is an, an image of uh, um, man and woman. And they are diligently looking through some financial statement, uh, just trying to figure out potentially how they're going to make it right. Like how long is this nest egg actually going to last? How, how much can we actually draw out every year? Like, what is that looking like? Like it's, it's a, it's a battle of math and every single day that the markets change, it's going back and relooking at that plan being like, is it going to make it? Is this nest egg going to make it? Am I going to be 90 unable to work and not have any money? That's not the life you want to live. That's not the retired life that you envisioned. So what we're going to go over today is going to take you and put you back into that, like what you think is supposed to be like and make that this is what it's like for you. Okay. 
if this is something that you will be serious about and that you will get serious about if you still have time on your hands to where you're not at the retired age yet, uh, this is this is a, a, a true, true life lesson that we're going to go over today. So what I want you to look at first is is a couple of different things, right? I want us I want us to talk about the different financial factors that retirees should consider when they are choosing a state to retire in. The number one thing, and this is not state based, but the number one thing that people need to consider is inflation, right? We've had pretty high numbers of inflation over the past uh, few years. It's been drastically going up. We are starting to see that cool down a little bit right now, but that does play into your retirement plan. That plays a huge role in your retirement plan. If everything is like, if you go and live somewhere and then all of a sudden everything costs 5% more than it did when you moved there, well, you need more, you need 5% more money to live, right? You see where the problem is? So it's very important that when you go live somewhere that you have some flexibility for inflation so that your money will continue to, to last you. So that's the first thing you need to consider is inflation. The next thing is taxes. Taxes play a huge role in how much of your money is going to go back to state and federal governments as you're living there, right? As you're just living life, you've got to pay taxes on most retirement income. There are retirement incomes out there that you don't, but taxes play an important role. And there's some states that are more advantageous than others. Healthcare, healthcare is another one. And we're just not talking cost of healthcare. We're talking about access and we're, we're talking about quality of healthcare. So we're going to discuss a few of those things. Weather, weather plays a huge role in uh, retirement because as like, depending on the area you live in, depending on what the weather's like, there's different costs that come with that, whether it be through utilities or through uh, various other services that you may have to pay for just to survive different seasons. And then what you enjoy, your interests, your hobbies, those things play a role and should be factored into where you choose to live. Because if you love doing something, but it costs a ton of money to do it in that area, like let's say I love to surf, but I go and live in Kansas, it's going to cost me a lot of money to go and surf, right? Like I should go live somewhere that's closer to, is somewhere that can provide me that hobby, right? Like I'm not going to, I can't go and surf in, in the middle of Kansas, right? Like maybe you can, I don't know. I'm not from Kansas. I've never been to Kansas. Uh, I think I drove through Kansas once, but <laughs> anyways, like you, you can't, you can't say, um, I'm going to go and do live here, but my hobbies are way over here. Like you gotta have, you gotta have your interest close by. So it's not super expensive. Uh, when you retire, like I said, you only have so much money to live on. So you've, you've stopped working. Your nest egg is what it is. It's going to grow with the market. It's going to go down as you take draws off of it. But all in all, you need to know that taxes, property taxes, sales tax, income tax, all those taxes are going to play a hit on you. You have to understand that there's only so much that you can do, like only so many areas that you can cut cost before it just doesn't make sense, right? Just doesn't make sense. Uh, We're going to talk about the cost of living and house affordability and all those things in different states. But what I want to tell you up front is if you're living somewhere and you are paying, you know, 
30% of your nest egg, like 30% of like your annual, um, draw, like, you know, how much you take out of your withdrawal from your account every year to live on. And you spend 30% of it on cost of living items. Like you just spend 30% of, uh, you know, your, your money, uh, on housing or, or on whatever, but there are certain areas that allow you to spend 20. Why spend 30, right? Like there are certain States that make you may be able to spend 10% less and still live on the, and get the same things. Right. So I'm just saying why think about it. Why now I am going to touch on healthcare a little bit later, but, uh, just remember healthcare costs vary greatly state to state. As you get older, healthcare is important. Uh, it's very important. You want to make sure it's readily available. If you live somewhere that requires long commutes, just so you can be seen by a primary care physician, that's going to affect you as a retiree, right? That's going to affect you. So be considerate of that. Think about that. Understand that, that it does exist, that you need to have quality and accessible care when you get older. Uh, it's just not the same when you're 20 and you can just recover, you know, so easily, right? Like when you get to that age of retirement, um, it's time to, to start to think about those things. So without this, I just covered like high level, what we're going to go over. Now we're going to deep dive into these things individually. So you can start to see, uh, what it is exactly that I'm talking about. Like what is all these taxes and why certain states are more advantageous and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We're going to go into that just this second now. So here's where we're going to start. Uh, I know you can't see this is not blown up at all. I got it. But I've, this link is in the bottom of the show notes, uh, the smart asset link. It just talks about tax friendly policies uh, by state, which ones are super tax friendly and which ones are not tax friendly at all. Right. I'm going to go through and I have I have uh, the breakouts for each of the ones that are very tax friendly. So just very quickly, uh, there's seven of them. It's Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Nevada, South Dakota and Wyoming. OK, super tax friendly. And when we're talking tax friendly, we're talking sales tax. We're talking property tax. We're talking income tax. OK, that's what we're looking at. So the first one up for, and this is, so the first thing I kind of broke this down into which ones are tax advantageous, which ones have low cost of living and affordable housing. And then the third criteria we're going to go over is which one has, um, the, the highest quality of care when that's through cost quality and access of healthcare. That's how we're going to break this down. So let's start off with the taxes. So the first state is Alaska top state for, um, the, the, or not number one state, but the first state that we're going to go over, these are in alphabetical order, but Alaska, a couple highlights for Alaska, no state income tax and no state sales tax, two very, very good items here, right? So you draw your social security, no state tax paid on the social security. Um, also there's no sales tax when you're buying your, you know, groceries or whatever, you're not paying extra taxes on those items, right? That's, that's advantageous to you. Less taxes spent is less money thrown to the wind, right? Like that's not, you didn't get anything for those taxes. You just happen to live there and you need to pay your fees to live there. 
Um, Alaska does not have state income tax, which makes it advantageous to you to live there. The next one is Florida. Florida has no state income tax, so this is no you know no taxes on Social Security, pensions, IRAs, 401ks, none of that. Any type of uh, state income tax or uh, any type of like retirement benefit, none of that, no state income tax at all. The thing about Florida though is their property tax and sales tax are moderate, right? They're kind of just like they run with the national average. They're not low, they're not high, they just kind of run in the mill, right? They're 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 not bad, they're not good, they're just average. So that's that's a tough pill to swallow when you look at Alaska and you're like, huh, no state sales tax versus this like moderate, like in the middle sales tax. Up to you, right? What I want you to think about is that going back to that weather, two totally different climates right there, right? So if you're more snowy, maybe that Alaska option is good for you. Cost to move to Alaska is probably much higher, right? A little bit tougher to get some of those areas. Florida, well, it's, it's you know, different and it's accessible, but um, it does come with a slightly higher cost, right? Uh, so just keep that in mind. You can go up north one state and hit Georgia, and you're going to get no state tax on Social Security retirement benefits, um, which is great. However, they are they run a moderate and a moderate sales and property tax, right? So those are are different. You got to understand that um, you you're going to pay you know fairly run of the mill at national average for property and sales tax. So something to consider there. Mississippi, no income tax at all on all forms of retirement income. Okay. So no matter what form of retirement income you have, no state tax on those. In addition, they have very, very low property tax. Very advantageous for you if you are own, if you own property or you're looking to own property or whatever the case may be, very low property tax, which is great. It means your money's going to go further every single month as that property tax bill is lower. However, they do have a moderate level sales tax, right? So kind of just average sales tax, which is, you know, average. <laughs> uh, next one is Nevada. Nevada has no state income tax as well. Um, and they do have low property tax, but as different than Mississippi, they have a somewhat high sales tax. So you're going to get a more, a, a drier climate, a more desert climate, not going to be humid, but you're going to get a higher sales tax instead of that somewhat moderate sales tax. Okay. The next one is South Dakota. Uh, also no state income tax and they have low sales tax and moderate property tax. So low sales tax, if you're looking at renting, uh, property tax won't matter to you so much. Uh, will vary rent a little bit, but not a ton. Uh, and then low sales tax, right? So beneficial to you. And Wyoming is the last one, uh, probably the best one of all of these, no income tax and property and sales tax are the lowest among the country, right? Like probably hands down one of the lowest, you know, tax places in the, in the country, no income tax, no sales tax, no property tax. Wonderful, right? Wonderful. So 
what I'm trying to get at here is um, there's tons of states to live in. There's tons of states to live in, and these were seven, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Nevada, South Dakota, and Wyoming that offer relatively lower cost of living uh, for your taxes. Sorry, not low cost of living, but, but lower taxes to, to pay off of your income. Everybody's situation is different and income that may not influence you at all. You might be like, I'm willing to pay a little bit more just so I can live, you know, somewhere that has this, right? So I want you to know that if you live in a state where you don't have a ton in your nest egg and you also are paying a ton in taxes, it's not going to last super long, right? It's not going to last super long. If you will live in a state where you don't have to put tons of your nest egg into taxes, you will be better for it. Okay. You'll absolutely be better for it. Now, the next one is totally eye opening. Um, the next one we're going to look at is all about cost of living and affordable housing options. Uh, and so I'm, I broke this down. I pulled four factors out of this chart. Uh, if you can't see the chart, that's fine. All the links to all this data is in the bottom of the show notes. But I pulled four factors to provide you all based on the top five on this list. The top five for lowest cost of living and affordable housing options is in this order. Wyoming, Utah, Montana, Idaho, Virginia top five. What the, the numbers I'm going to give you are average retirement income, which will be great because that shows you about how much you would need to draw out of your nest egg each year to live there. Average electric bill, generally speaking, the electric bill is the highest utility cost that you pay. So seeing what that average is, the, or, you know, for the average electric bill will give you sort of a ballpark of what utility cost in that state. Another one that's super impactful is home ownership, or excuse me, homeowners that are 65 and older who spend under 30% of their income on housing. Uh, that'll just show you how cost efficient housing is. And the last one number that I'm going to give you is cost of living index score. This is a qualitative, um, uh, or excuse me, a quantitative number of all things considered of how it ranks among the nation. So. Think about the national average is 100 and everything more or less, like if it's less than 100, it's less than the national average. If it's more than 100, it's more than the national average. Okay. So I'm going to break these down. I'm going to start with Wyoming. Wyoming, uh, across the board, everything is a, is relatively the same. Everything, all the top five of these are relatively the same, except for Virginia. It's a little, little different, but Generally speaking, everything's about the same. But Wyoming, the average retirement income is thirty-four thousand. Average electric bill is ninety-seven dollars. Sixty-five or older spend uh, that spend thir- less than thirty percent is about eighty percent of the the community. And cost of living index store is a ninety-two point five, so much lower than the national average. The things that stand out to me right there is the average retirement income to only have to draw out $34,000 as an average retirement income. Pretty solid, right? Pretty solid. Not going to break the bank, not going to break the nest egg trying to get trying to live. Uh, The other one is 80% of 65 and older spend less than 30% on housing, 30% of their income on housing. That's phenomenal. 
that's phenomenal. And I'm not going to read off all of them because Utah uh, is at 78% and then Montana and Idaho are at 77% and Virginia is at 76%. All of these are above 75%. 75% of the, the 65 plus community are spending less than 30% of their income on housing. All five of these are great states when it comes to that. When it comes to the electric bill, all except for Virginia is around the 90-ish, 95-ish dollar amount. So that's also really good. You know, less than $100 for your normally highest cost utility. Absolutely phenomenal. The other thing that I wanted to highlight, except for Virginia, all the average retirement incomes are about 32000 So I went over Wyoming because it was number one, but I'm kind of just giving you the breakdown of all the rest. All the rest of the states, except for Virginia, is about 30K, 32,000 um, is the average. Idaho is 28, uh, Utah and Montana is 32, and Wyoming was 34. Super cost efficient there. Virginia, 37,000 is the average. Still not crazy, but uh, definitely much higher. And Virginia's average electric bill is $131, which is much higher than the other, the other uh, four. The other pieces that I wanted to tell you was out of these five states, two of them rank below the national average in, in cost of living index, Wyoming at the 92.5 and Idaho at 99.6. That's the other two things that I wanted to bring up. Um, Virginia and Utah are just barely over the national average and uh, Montana 104. So uh, 4.8 points over the national average. As you can see, though, these top five are great. They really are great. A couple of things that I want to highlight, and I really want to highlight this, really big to me. If you are retired and you don't outright own your home, like no mortgage, and you're not even close to outright owning your home and you're retired, renting is not a bad thing. And if anything, I'm encouraging. Renting is not a bad thing. If that's, if that's a point that you're at. And I'm going to tell you why. When you're on a fixed income, the worst thing that can happen is you have large, unexpected expenditures. When you own a home, everything that goes wrong with that home is your responsibility. When your HVAC goes out, that $15,000, $10,000, whatever it costs you, that's your responsibility to fix. When you're on a fixed income, that hits hard. That hits real hard. So when you own that home, you also own every large expenditure that comes with it. When you go to start renting, all of that is a responsibility of your landlord. Okay. You should not be spending more than 30% of your income. 25 to 30 is where you should be in terms of how much should you spend of your income toward housing. If you are getting in a mortgage right now, you're, that's going to be extremely tough if you're on a fixed income and you're trying to draw out $34,000, um, just not super duper likely, okay? Not super duper likely to spend, you know, ten grand on on housing, right? That's That ten grand is less than $1,000 a month. That's not extremely likely with a mortgage, okay? Not extremely likely. Not impossible, but not extremely likely. When you go to rent, that is highly likely that you can find something that you can live in for less than 30% of your income. Okay. Keep that in mind though. Keep that in mind. 
if you had a huge expenditure and you're trying to go out and buy a house or you you're not quite like you're like just getting started um if you want to enjoy retirement I, funneling all of your money into a house is is not now if you're doing it to hand it off to your kids or something like there's like there's there's sentimental thing like value that comes out of certain things but what i'm saying is that think about it just think about it because a fixed income the worst thing for it is large expenditures so just think about it and and if you need someone to talk to and and we'll go through the options with you happy to do that just head down on our website book consultation we'll talk through everything see if um, if this, if there's something that, that I can do to help, to, to help navigate those waters. Now, last thing, as we wrap this up is healthcare and senior services for retirees. This, this link is also in the bottom, but top five States for elderly healthcare is Minnesota, North Dakota, Massachusetts, California, and Nebraska top five. Uh, the basis for these that got the overall ranks was on the basis of cost, quality, and access. Uh, so when you average all of those scores together, that's how these top five came out. I'm not going to go through each individual one, but what I will say is this: these are the top five. If you're going completely, if you're super cost conscious, go to this link and look at which ones are the cheapest. That cost should be less, right? Should be the lower number. If you are looking for the best healthcare because you just want the highest quality, then let that be the factor you look at. Like Massachusetts has a pretty high quality of healthcare. The problem is, is that their access is a lot lower than some of the others, right? So just go and look at it. It's a great chart to go and look at to just think about like what's important to you. Also, something else you need to consider is the availability of Medicare Advantage and supplemental coverage in different states, it all varies, right? So I'll put this link down there, but this just shows you Medicare Advantage and Part D plans, uh, which Part D is like your, your prescriptions and stuff. Go and look at what the, the average cost of premiums are and how many plans are available by state, right? How many plans are available by state? Super beneficial to look at, give you a lot of insight into where different states might help you. Uh, Medicare only goes so far. So those supplemental plans and the advantage plans are, you know, definitely beneficial uh, when you when you need those. Now, last thing that I want to talk about is is downsides, right? Retirement's supposed to be fun. It should be fun, but there are but costs are only one thing that will help with fun, right? Weather's another big one. If activities you enjoy are snow activities, go live in the snow. If activities you enjoy are beach activities, go live near the beach. If activities you enjoy is hiking, go live near mountains. Like fine, like weather is a big deal when it comes to retirement because what you want, you want to have everything accessible, right? If you like dry weather, go live in a desert. If you want humid weather, go live down south, right? Like, like there are options for you. There are options for you across the board, but remember it's supposed to be fun. So go live somewhere that you can have fun. The next thing is family. Moving away just for cost is one thing, but having family nearby is important as you age. So it's okay to take on some additional cost if it means that you can be closer to family because you will need family as you get older, right? Who else are you going to shoot with these water guns that, that this beautiful couple is holding, <laughs> right? Like you need family nearby. The other thing is destinations you are retired. Don't get stuck at home. 
Explore. What you're close to and what's easily accessible should also be important to you and and create enjoyment in your life as a retiree. So remember that. Emphasize, Emphasize in your life, I wanna live here because it's close to this and I can do these things, right? Like don't get stuck at home, enjoy retirement. It is absolutely supposed to be fun. The great part is you are retired. So if you want to go test drive different locations a year at a time, go do it. Now, things to consider is if you're going to be doing that, don't spend all of your money in moving costs. So downsizing, of course, is necessary. And you don't want to continually move. You need to find somewhere to settle because if you want to stay close to family because you need family, you don't want them to sit there and follow you everywhere. Okay. So remember, retirement is supposed to be fun. Go out and enjoy it. Truly go out and enjoyment. The thing is, is that you don't simply retire from something. You need to have something to retire to. And that's where that enjoyment comes from. You need to go out, find, think hard about what is it that you enjoy and go retire somewhere that you can go and enjoy that. You've worked so hard in your life. And if you haven't retired yet, you're, go, you're working hard right now so that you can have something to retire to. What I want you to do is make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and you're not moving somewhere that's just going to absolutely destroy your finances on the basis of high cost of living. That stake can be 30% cheaper in another state and be just as good. So why go choose to eat it in that one? Maybe it's family. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the beach. Maybe it's the whatever. I don't know what it is, but think about all of these factors that we've discussed today and think about where it is you want to retire. Now, if you already take control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path, head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. Um, you can schedule a free consultation today and we can get, get you started on a plan that will help you navigate your personal finances and get you to where you want to be, whether it's retirement planning, budgeting, whatever the case is, debt, getting out of debt, uh, hitting another financial goal, like whatever it is, I can help. Just go over to the website and hit book now. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Continue to grow and help the the, the stream uh, by supporting through your efforts of, of purchasing uh, financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. Uh, It's been a true honor of bringing this episode to you. Hopefully you got something out of it. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this episode. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and hit that five-star review and write that written comment. It truly goes a long way in spreading the word and growing this community to create people that are just making more informed and educated financial decisions in their life Really hope you got something out of this. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.